Hey there, before we jump into the show, I thought I'd let you know that not only do I have two three-month intensive courses for women in hard marriages and women who are separated or divorced, but did you know I also have like 15 other one-month courses? I do. I have courses for when you want to use your gifts to bring redemption, when you want to use your gifts of writing and communication, when you might be a bit bored with your life or you want to live more authentically, when you are engaged or about to remarry or you are adjusting to remarriage, uh, when you struggle with at least one kind of difficult relationship, if you're longing to feel closer to God, if you would give anything for a clean slate, if you find yourself struggling with overwhelm and anxiety, when your children have left the nest, when you're struggling to identify your own needs, and when you're longing for more healing in your heart and life. And oh my lands, they are only $20 each, which is kind of insane and the lowest they've ever been. I will put a link in the show notes for the list of topics and how to register. Hey, sweet ones. Welcome back to the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that we have a God who wants us free and who gives us so many ways to get there. Today, we're talking about the ninth step in the 12 steps of recovery. If you haven't already listened to my episode about getting into Al-Anon about 15 or so years ago, you're going to want to listen to that one. It's the one from May 23rd. And the last several episodes, if you haven't been tracking along, have been, I've been sharing about the first through eight steps. So AA stands for Alcoholics Anonymous, and that's for people who struggle with an addiction to alcohol. And Al-Anon is for people who love someone who struggle with alcohol. Okay, with the other step episodes, I am starting off by reading all 12 of the steps. My hope is that they become a balm, that you become familiar with them, um, that you start to see the beauty, that they are not just for people who have an addiction or are addicted to a person, but they are for anyone who has anything in their lives that feels out of control. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over fill in the blank, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Step eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. 
These are from Al-Anon's 12 Steps, copyright 1996 by Al-Anon Family Group Headquarters. So let's take a look at step nine. Step nine made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Oh, Lord, help us all. Or to quote Andy Bernard from The Office, Lord, beer me strength. Okay. I think that was also Jim. That was really ironic and inappropriate, but it's my podcast and I'm the producer and the editor and the boss and the writer. So there you go. Okay. Girls, this step is capital H hard, but nothing we can't handle with the Holy Spirit living within us. Hopefully at this point, if you've been following along and doing these steps, you are ready to try to make amends with the people you have hurt, which means that you have hopefully gotten over the hump that many, super including me, had to get over, which was this weird thing. I'm not the one with the problem. I've been so much hurt than the person I'm about to make amends to, and they are still hurting me and they haven't made amends to me. Oof, oof, yeah. So if you haven't gotten past that, as true as that may be, and I am not minimizing it, I felt all of that, but you will need to wrestle those thoughts to the ground first. Otherwise your amends will be filled with resentment and maybe even like passive aggressiveness or an unrealistic expectation that the person upon hearing your amends will start apologizing sincerely right back. I'm sure that that's happened to some people, but that's not why we do this. And that was not my experience. I did my amends step with my then husband while we were in the middle of the addiction and abuse. And it was so profoundly difficult, but I had to come to terms with the fact that I was hurting him too. And I needed to own it. A little side note. Some may not only not forgive you, they may even deride you. Head to the ground, girls. You are doing sacred work. Do not take on what they say as truth. Also, please trust that what God, what God calls us to do, which is one of the many things, live at peace with everyone as much as it is up to us. He will also equip and empower you to do it. Um, let me read Philippians 1, 9 through 11. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And I want to do a little reading from the book Serenity, a Companion for 12-Step Recovery on Step 9. This is what it says. As we carry out step nine, we are attempting to disclose ourselves to others in a very special and sensitive manner. We may feel overwhelmed by the challenge of discerning what needs to be said, to whom it should be said, and how to say it with sincerity and without offense. If we rely solely on our own human resources to formulate the making of the amends, the challenge may indeed surpass our capabilities. Remember, however, that we have invited God's spirit to accompany and guide us on this journey. Scripture offers the strong reassurance that as we grow in communion with God's love, we will also abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment. We can expect with confidence that as we speak our words of amends sincerely, we are not speaking on our own power, but rather God is speaking through us to others. He will empower us to approve the things that are excellent and to be sincere and without offense. So you're going to take this step prayerfully, carefully, 
slowly and wisely. So in step eight, we wrote everybody on our list, right? But in step nine, we prayerfully discern who we are actually going to reach out to and do this step with. So I'd suggest, this is just my take. I've heard the exact opposite, but I would suggest that you start with those that are kind of quote unquote easier. Maybe the offense isn't as large or the relationship is more on your periphery and work your way up to those closest to you. This will build some confidence. It will sort of build your amends muscle. Also remember what it says in the second part of the step, except when to do so would injure them or others, or I'm going to add this, or you. If it's too recent or too painful, if you think it could trigger the person by rehashing trauma, then you can do that amend step in another way. Okay. First though, really pray about this. Make sure you're not putting this in the, there's no way I can do it because I'll hurt them um, category just because you are scared to. Um, but I think you'll know the difference. Um, we don't want to add more pain to someone. We are not trying to rip off um, wound, you know, heal, healed wounds and start from scratch with somebody. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to add gentleness and grace and mercy and love. Um, okay. So a couple ways that you can make an amend step without actually talking to the person. Um, this could be whether it, like I said, someone that it just would be too painful. Um, it would stir things up that do not need to be stirred up. Um, or the person has passed away. A couple things you could do. One is you write a letter of what you would have said to the person um, face-to-face and read it to a trusted friend or counselor. Or you can take an action, uh, what they call a living amends, um, that would sort of fill up in that same space. Like, okay, this is, I don't even know why I came up with this one, but let's say you ran into a mailbox while drunk, but you don't remember whose house it was. You could give, say, $50 to a local AA group or something like that. So like the amount it would have been to fix the mailbox, um, but you can't do it. You can't fix it with the person that you hurt. So you put it towards the thing that, you know, alcohol, anonymous, you were inebriated. See where I'm going with that? Okay. Um, Also, Remember that an apology consists of specifically naming what you have done. This isn't where you say, sorry, I was a bad friend. Um, You get specific, like, I'm sorry I said such and such behind your back. And then you show contrition. I know I hurt you and I'm so sorry. And then you say how you're going to change. I'd understand if you don't trust me right now, but I'm telling you that I will never do that again. And I will work to regain your trust. And I am asking you for your forgiveness. Okay. Now, also, don't feel like you need to apologize to all of your people in like a week or something. This could take a lot of time. When possible, do this in person. I know. I did one of my amends. um, I did my amends step with my dad when we were on vacation, but that was only because we only saw each other twice a year. So it was really important to me for sure. Okay. First of all, absolutely do not do this over text or email. I am begging you. I would rather you not do it than do it over text or email. The next step up would be um, FaceTime or Zoom or a phone call, preferably where they can see the faces, but the absolute, as often as you can in doing an amends, face-to-face, in person. Okay, girls, (laughs) 
This is a scary step to me of all of them, of the 12 steps. This is the scariest. It's absolutely the hardest. It's the most vulnerable and it will take the most courage. Even if you end up with zero people saying they forgive you after you've done this, remind yourself that it's not about that. This is about you clearing your conscience and obeying God. You will absolutely notice a shift in how you feel about yourself as you bring things out into the light. Your confidence is going to like skyrocket. You will start to choose to stop making some of the choices you used to make that got you into trouble in the first place. You're going to stop practicing the things that got you to the place where you had to make amends. You will start feeling more free after even the first amends, I promise. And that freedom is just going to grow with each amends step that you do. And your relationships will absolutely, not all of them, but I would go so far as to say most of your important and meaningful relationships, if there is a give and take in the relationship, they will absolutely start to get healthier as you are becoming more humble and more yourself and more authentic. We can do all things, including these kinds of hard conversations through Christ who gives us strength, sweet girls. I just know it. Okay. I'm going to post a link in the show notes for a bunch of stuff, an Al-Anon group, Celebrate Recovery group, a therapist, um, where you can order the Al-Anon Daily Readers, the Serenity Bible um, 12-step recovery book I just shared from, some links to courses and quizzes, all that jazz. Um, As always, if you liked this episode, please feel free to share it. You can also subscribe to the podcast. You can support the podcast financially. You can rate it and review it. And I'm so grateful to all of you for doing those things. So sweet ones, all that to say, no matter where you are in your spiritual or recovery journey, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time. So, so much love.